0: hey friends welcome to because she chose if you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with god this podcast is for you i'm your host camille mcintyre in this show we'll discover practical tips find helpful resources and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with god thanks for joining in and listening Hello, and welcome to Because You Chose, the podcast with me, your host, Camille McIntyre. And I'm just curious, how was your Thanksgiving? You know, it's the holidays now, and I love talking about the Advent series. It's kind of interesting because a lot of people don't really know or celebrate. Some people do. Some people don't. We do. We love the Advent season. And I don't know what your practices, your traditions are regarding celebrating Christmas. You know, Some people believe Christmas has its roots in pagan practices. And while that may be true, and the real birthday of the Messiah, of course, is unknown, we choose to commemorate this time for reverence and remembrance of when Jesus came to the earth to be born of a virgin, and he became the bridge for mankind back to the Father. So what's the story with Advent, really? You know, Advent is really a season on the church calendar. It's dedicated to the hopeful anticipation for the arrival or advent of Jesus of Nazareth. You know, during the four week period leading up to Christmas, there are communities that remember, they celebrate the arrival of Jesus, and they join together in the hope of this ultimate return. Many Advent observers we engage in prayer and meditation and scripture study it emphasizes hope, peace, love, and joy. And Christians, from many backgrounds, do celebrate during this time. And while their practices may look different, we all focus on that hope-filled arrival of Jesus, the long-awaited Messiah and King. We just lit our first of four Advent candles yesterday, beginning uh, Sunday, of course, the af- after Thanksgiving, and we all lead up to the Sunday before Christmas. And it was the hope candle And for some circles, you know, that are adverse to the liturgical practice, many people find that it's a blessed way to celebrate this season. We mark those days leading up to Christmas, right? Growing up, though, I was largely unaware of the practice of Advent. I was raised in a Pentecostal slash charismatic faith or church where that really wasn't celebrated. But as our church, we began Oasis Church NYC over 18 years ago. Early on in the life of our church, we merged with another congregation, and it was introduced to our people. I was, like I said, largely unaware of it. My husband and I really didn't know until we started to look into it, and we learned how beautiful and special it can be as we center ourselves around those four themes leading up to celebrating the real reason for the season. Sorry for the trite slogan, but it's true. So again, Advent just means the arrival, and it's the significance of the start of an event or the arrival of a person. We might use that word to talk about like the advent of the internet or the advent of the pandemic. Like I said, in Christian communities around the world, advent really refers to those four weeks of the season, remembering and celebrating the arrival of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ right here upon the earth. So those traditions, even earlier Christians, they chose to devote like the first 2 weeks of advent to remembering Jesus promise to return and renew heaven and earth and you know that humanity really can be healed and at peace with god and then those last 2 weeks of advent some people in the communities focus on the birth of Jesus and we choose like i said to focus on those four themes of hope peace love and joy every week and i have found the last 18 years of doing this so centering You know, the holiday season is, can be very rough, can be tough for some people. It's a very busy time, right? You have small children and we're doing all the things, making traditions and memories and all of those fun things that come along with the Christmas season. And sometimes we get lost in it. My husband and I were talking about like the commercialism, you know, in that Charlie Brown uh, cartoon, he's like commercialism when he talks about how it's not just about the lights and the gifts and the buying You know, it's really about a person, you know, and his birth. And so from the first story in the Bible, even to the last, you can see narratives and poetry, prophecy, biographies, and personal letters that inform our understanding of Advent in really unique ways. So whenever the Bible talks about the Advent, it's about humans waiting and hoping for God to act And it deepens your understanding then of the Advent season. So let's describe the feelings of hope. It's like anticipation of a future that's better than the present. It's excitement and and even uncertainty even. But that experience can be better described as hope. It's that state of anticipation. It's important to the human existence. And also it's throughout the entire Bible. So two important translations for the word hope in the Bible means to wait for and the other is like this state of tension and the expectation of release isn't that cool so in the days of the prophet isaiah's writings you will see that theme that he's saying that god is almost hiding his face from his people and then the prophet is saying you know that he will wait expectantly or hope for him through those dark times This waiting for God to redeem Israel from its sins is also found in the book of Psalms all throughout the Old Testament. And I think it's important to observe that this biblical hope is not the same thing as optimism or a positive outlook, but it's a choice. So even in the book of like Hosea, the prophet describes a dark time when Israel was being oppressed by foreign empires. And here he is choosing hope. When he says God could turn the valley of trouble into a door of hope, as in the day of Israel coming up from the land of Egypt and God surprising his people back in those days of the Exodus with redemption, and he could do it again and again and again. So in biblical history, it's really God's past faithfulness, looking back at his faithfulness that motivates hope for the future. You look forward by looking backwards, you're trusting in nothing other than God's previous character and how he's come through. So let's fast forward to the New Testament when these early believers are cultivating this hope. They believed that Jesus provided that hope with his death and his resurrection. It became an open door. So think about the open door of the empty tomb, and that's an example of the new door of hope. It's when Peter, in 1 Peter 1, 1.3, it's described as this anticipation, and they're no longer waiting for redemption because Jesus provides it, but it's the hope that Jesus' resurrection is now opening up this living hope where people can become reborn into a new and different kind of human. Think about that. We have been chosen by God to be reborn into a new and different kind of human. And then Paul even goes and describes it as God choosing to make known to us, the Gentiles, the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is in Christ, in us, the hope of glory. And that's Colossians 1.27. So Paul went a step further and he said in Romans 8 that the whole universe is creation waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are, and that creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Man, these are bold statements of the hope that we have now as we wait in faith for humanity and the whole entire universe to be rescued from evil and death. Man, if that does not get you to want to kick up your heels and say, thank you, Jesus, For what you did for us in coming to this earth, born of a virgin, and suffered and died and rose again to purchase for us this amazing rescue. So when the New Testament talks about that second advent and the return of Jesus, we join in that hopeful anticipation shared by Christians throughout history and even the future to come So I want to read to you Revelation 21, one through five, and it's about the new heaven and earth. And it says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. And for the first time, and the first earth passed away and there was no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, behold, The tabernacle of God is among men and he will dwell among them and they shall be his people and God himself will be among them and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain and the first things have passed away and he who sits on the throne said, behold, I am making all things new and he said, write those words down because they are faithful and true. So this is the hope that we have. It is anchored in heaven alone. In Hebrews 6, it talks about how we who have run for our very lives to God for every reason to grab hold of the promised hope with both hands and never let it go. That it's an unbreakable spiritual lifeline reaching past all appearances right to the very presence of God where Jesus, who is running on ahead, has taken up his permanent post as high priest for us. And it says he is at the right hand of the Father. So listen, this is our anchor, our promised future hope. It is sure, it is steadfast, and it is the finished and purchased work of Jesus, our high priest. Amen. So listen, I have many, many reasons for believing that Advent is this rich, rich practice of Discovering biblical hope that it's a choice. It is a choice to wait for God to bring about a bright future by looking back to the time of the crucified and then risen Jesus in order to look forward to a hopeful future. That's what the biblical words for hope are all about. Be blessed and next week we'll be talking about peace. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.